Hello. Hello, everybody. Hi, hi, hi. Welcome to the pod. Good to have you here. We're out in the garden. It's... Early spring. Do you know what blue peacock is? No. But it's an animal, I guess. Blue peacock. What is it? Was a chicken-powered nuclear weapon developed by the English. Chicken-powered? Chicken-powered. What year? The cunning plant in the 50s. The cunning plan we had. The boffins the at... Boffins. The boffins at Porton Down. The Porton Down. <laughs> came up with this. The man with sellotape round his, round his spectacles. A cunning solution, they said. We had a, a weapon at the time called the Blue Danube, which was a plane-dropped nuclear bomb. And what they said was we're going to bury 20 of these Blue Danube bombs in, in the eastern sectors of West Germany. So when the... When the Red Terror came marching forward, we would remotely detonate them and blow them all to kingdom come with these underground bombs. Because at the time, our delivery systems weren't that great. Mm -hmm. But then they had realised they had a problem, which was that the bombs had a tendency to freeze in tests underground. So what they came up with was chickens. They would put live chickens inside the bomb casings with enough food to last them for a few weeks and air and the body heat of the chickens would keep the components of the bomb warm enough to stop them from freezing. Top idea, Reggie. Cunning. <laughs> Top idea. <laughs> Brilliant. Chicken-powered nuclear weapon. We're talking, we, we've not got much of a budget on this one. <laughs> <laughs> but I want you to put your heads together and come up with something yeah, interesting. I think we've got it by George's got it. <laughs> Blue peacock. God. I don't know, but you said you don't believe anything that people say about nuclear bombs. Well, it's a bit, that's, that is a bit far-fetched, isn't it? So, you made a, a wooden nuclear bomb, I know, and I'm just going to ask you, what work are you going to start working on now, your artistic work? Uh, impossible Spring to say. is coming. Impossible Ideas to say, Ideas are really. welling up from, from, the, from the earth. I just have to start, don't I? I haven't done any work for a while. I don't know if any of you know that, but I did make a lot of art, and then I, now I don't. It's been about a year since he's... Um, Longer, nearly, more like two. Two years since, since something has rolled out of the studio. Yes. On one of those... What do they roll out on? On a kind of... Pallet truck. Pallet truck. Or, or, what, are, what are the things that do that called? Pallet truck. Pallet truck, pallet truck, yeah. Rolled out, glistening new. Into the, into the lift. Into the arms of a it really happy out. collector. His chopper, just in the background, alighted on Paul's Yeah, well, that hasn't that... Particular scenario has been a little bit longer, actually. Well, I think we need to just keep you know, keep keep the dream alive. But I'd, I I would like to make some artwork, but I'm I'm not going to put myself under pressure um, because that's not a good way to make art. It's like if you think you can make art because this particular one sells or whatever. I just don't think that's a great idea, really. I know you can do that with books. Well, I don't think you can actually. I think I think 99% of books are made to sell in large quantities. And only 1% do. So I think it's very difficult. It's, it's, it's not an exact science. I think if you're, if you're writing to have a big selling book, good luck, mate, is all I can say. Because basically, you, you're in the extreme danger of throwing your life away. So you, you're actively writing to not have a best selling book? No, I'm writing to delight myself and my friends and, and anyone who cares to read them. Yeah. But whether or not it's best selling is not in my hands. Right. Because when a book like The Book of Clouds or Eat Shoots and Leaves, yeah. Uh, it sells a million copies. You know it's not really a predictable... It's not science, it's... Robbie Williams' autobiography. Did it sell a lot? A lot. You can pick one up in a charity shop now, they're quite cheap. Yeah. What's it called? Um, probably Millennium or something like that. Yeah. It wouldn't have had a what good title. What was his band called? Huh? 
We'll take carry, that. Take that. That's yeah. it, yeah. There was that. Um, there was that uh, big bloke who was a tax dodger, wasn't there? Gary, Gary Barlow. Yeah, and there's one actually, called. It's a bit unfair to say that because he's he's admitted to having an eating disorder. So I feel a bit sympathetic towards him. So if he's eating disorder, lets him off with his tax dodging. No, not tax dodging. No, he wasn't tax dodging. He was just talked into doing a what he was told was a legal tax dodge, a legal taps loop. Yeah. Tax dodge guy. All rich accountants, all accountants to rich people are constantly pressing them on rich people. And then one of them was called Agent Orange. No, he was. He, he, he ran himself over. One of them ran himself over in with his own a, car. Yeah, I think that might have been Agent Orange. He ran himself over in his own Mercedes. Yes, that's right. Yeah, yeah brilliant. How do you even do that? What happened was, it was really. I, was, I took a, an interest in the case. He was trying to park the car really close to the wall. To his own leg. To, to, to the wall, and he leant out of the car to see how close the mark was to the stonework. And somehow he slipped, and as he slipped, of course, his foot, he slipped, he opened the door to have a look at the gap. His, he slept, fell into the gap, and of course his foot came off the clutch, and it was in reverse. So that he was just, the, the open door and the momentum of the car just sort of pulled him underneath it, and the front right-hand wheel ran him over. Uh, yeah, nice. but it's, it shows you've got a bit too much time on your hand if you're opening your door to part your murk, you know, in, uh, to align your murk with the stonework of your Cotswold uh, barn conversion. He just looks like the kind of thing that you do when you've just got too much time on your hands. And what was the other one called, the mysterious fourth member? Don't know. No, if anyone does know, please write in and tell us. Not that we're that interested, but, you know, maybe something could come of it. Have you noticed the ladybirds? Thousands of them. We've got a plague of ladybirds. What a beautiful plague. What a nicer thing to be plagued by than ladybirds. Do you find that, do you, don't you find it lovely? They're all over the place. Some guy got bit by one, a yellow one. Oh, for goodness Last year, and his arm swelled up like a balloon. Oh, and he nearly died of toxic shock. Millennial, a millennial, no doubt. The, the yellow one's are poisonous, apparently. Well, I don't, I don't, oh, God, everything's poisonous. It's a, it's a ladybird, for goodness sake. Seriously. Yeah, but what's a ladybird? It's just like a bug with a... Yeah, with a nice dress on, with a spotty dress on. It's, it's, I think it's... I, anyway, I don't, I don't mind it. There's loads in my bedroom. Are there clusters of them inside the windows? Yeah. You see, I find it quite disgusting. Do you? Yeah. Oh, my God. Do you get cluster flies? Aren't, aren't you at all concerned at the decline of the insect uh, population? Very, but I don't think ladybirds... Well, what? And yet you're like, you, know, you don't like lots of ladybirds. It should be something that we... Yeah, but flies and ladybirds are not what we need. We need all the other dinosaurs. No, it's all tied in together. It's called an ecosystem, and even I know that. Who invented the term ecosystem? Brown Eco. <laughs> Very funny. <laughs> James Lovelock, wasn't it? Was the it guy? Really? Yeah. James Lovelock does not sound like the guy he is, does he? He sounds, well, I'm thinking of Lovejoy, because I love He sounds like I'd love to watch Lovejoy. Yeah, he'd be played by Martin Shaw. <laughs> yeah. James. A dodgy antiques, antiques yeah. dealer who yeah, does yeah. solves crime on the side. Yeah, James Lovelock. Well, you know. A he... 70s uh, TV hero. And he said. The Earth is alive. It's an ecosystem. Uh, ecosystems. In fact, though, you know, it, it's really a copy of what we are. Not, it doesn't really reflect what nature is, because nature's not really like that, is it? Nature isn't really like us. We tend to copy our values onto everything we look at. So, you know, we invent nuclear weapons. I remember some, you shouting that at me last night. When and we were suddenly drawing. the sun is a nuclear, thermonuclear explosion in space. Whereas before it was something else. Yeah, it was God. What's this fucking lumbering old crate flying over? What is it? Well, I don't know. 
Oh, well, we're near RAF Yeovilton. So that, I think, is in order. It's a helicopter. Love, James Lovecock. He invented um, the concept of um, everything being connected up together in some kind of um, web that could never be unravelled. Or rather, when you touch one end, one bit, it, 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 it affects the, all of it. Like a butterfly wing and then a tree falling in the desert or something. Yeah, that was always a bit extreme, wasn't it? What are you on about? I often, when I see a fallen tree, I guess some bastard killed a butterfly in China. That's what happened, yeah. No, yeah, it's their fault. Or and was anyone even around to hear it? Yeah. But um, no one's listening. We, are, we are beginning to worry about it. I am beginning to worry about it. What about the climate change? Well, as you said, it's not going to affect us very badly here in um, Somerset. Because basically, a little bit of volatility in the weather isn't a problem, and if overall it's a bit warmer, we're good with that. But for the poor people in other places, it's not so nice. Mm. What's it like in Leeds? No, no, don't go there anymore. Uh, do you think you could do some global warming up there? Well, it's not... It's definitely not as warm as it is down here, at least it wasn't that I remember. Mm. We used to get snow quite a lot, but, you know, things have changed. It's warmer everywhere now. I mean, I don't know, though, you know, it, I'm not a sceptic about that. I just think, you know, there's too much evidence. Interesting, though, you know, I don't know if this is true, but you know who started the whole climate change debate? It was Margaret Thatcher. Yeah, with her attempt to get to, 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 to deal with the miners. Leverage over coal. Over the miners, yeah. yeah. But and you she could just, say she it was just. That, that, that yeah, but you could say that it was a genuine. You know, that we, the coal was not. If you just look at a coal-fired, a coal-fired power station, it didn't look like it was going to do us any good. Piece yeah, of yeah, shit, yeah. And all the buildings all around it were covered in that stuff, and you yeah. had to feel. It's, it's probably. It's like when I, when I see kids being wheeled in pushchairs down London streets, and you, and their noses on the and their mouths on the same level as a great big truck exhaust pipe. You do yeah. think, yeah, actually, how come we didn't notice that for 50 years? Yeah. And then you've got what well, we did, didn't we? Because at one point they had to ban all the coal because everybody was had black lungs and uh, it was just a terrible yeah. smog in all the major cities, not just in London. But I think a good politician does take a, a, a good issue and then ties it in with sort of current activities. A good politician. <laughs> yeah. Well, an effective one, I mean. He doesn't try and push doors. Is there such a thing? No, an effective politician will try and find a door that looks like it can open and go for it, uh, rather than just hammer your head like that Corbyn and CND, just hammer his head until it's bruised on, on nuclear disarmament, which is, it's, it's just... Uh, but we need to get rid of nuclear weapons. Yeah, OK. Well, it's a matter of urgency. Trust me, it ain't going to happen. It wants, to what, you think, the Israelis, it's a waste you think of the Israelis are going to give them up? I don't think so. The Israelis are going to cling onto them, and the Americans will as well. So, Corbyn, it's a lot of wasted energy. It's a wasted energy to build them for us. I mean, what the hell of difference are we going to make? None. None. It's pointless. I don't know why. Why do we? And, it, have and, one? and it's so expensive. So expensive. We could be do put. What would you spend the money on? Twenty-three billion. For what would you spend the money on? <sighs> Good times. <laughs> More, I would like more speed cameras. <laughs> I don't know. I'd, I'd, no, good I'd, times, yeah. We'll just give everyone, like, a grand or two. Yeah, just say, here you go. Heat the economy up a bit. Heat the economy, yeah. Stoke it up a bit. Mm. But, you know, they'd be really mad in Barrow and Furnace. It's all about the jobs, you know. It is, yeah, yeah. 
It's such a shit mantra they trot out all the time about jobs this and the economy that. And mm. Is this where we're stuck now? Is this going to be the end of us? Because we can't get over that continuous growth. And I mean, is that it, Guy? Yeah. Our swan song. The men who sold the world. Where the peak, where, 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 so peak. Peak idiocy. No, no, not at all peak idiocy. There'll be idiots after us, greater than us. <laughs> no, what we are is just peak greed. Mm. I wonder what will happen to these very rich uh, individuals, whether they'll be brought down the way the Tsar was. The way to, su it, to some extent the big American families were by the antitrust laws in the 20s and 30s, but they've got around that now. Yeah. I don't know. Actually, Rockefeller had to sell that oil company, didn't he, Standard Oil? Because of the antitrust, yeah, because of monopolies. Yeah, yeah, the politicians eventually said, uh-uh, you got too much. Yeah. We can't see that politicians are saying that at the moment. No, but it's definitely not being it's said. It's pretty yeah. goddamn... It seems to me that it can't be long. Just Corbyn's kind of saying it, isn't it? Yeah, lots of people are now. Like that bloke who was going on about, you know, people paying tax, that people have to pay tax. Yeah, yeah, and as a larger and larger middle class, um, not impoverished, but but struggling middle class, educated mid English middle class forms... Sliding off the face. Yeah, the they will get angry and angry about the, the rich folk up in Knightsbridge or wherever they live. I think it'll be a revolution. Um, unfortunately not, that would be entertaining. But I think we've often, haven't we often fantasised about my, my, our roles in a revolution? You in your little commissar's hat. No, I'm not going to do stationing that. Stationing people in my I'm, house. Guy, I'm an artist, I'm not a revolutionary. There's a subtle difference. You can be both, can't you? No, not really. I mean, you can have pretensions to be. But one or the other takes up a lot of time. I would take it? the side of the people against the rich people. Is that what you would do? Definitely. What would you do with your money, then? What? What would you do with your money? Sorry, I don't know who you... I, Would you have, we, have we met? Would you bury it in the garden, guy? I don't think we've met before. What's my, my name's Guy Kenway. I'm on the side of the proletariat. What would you do? Buy a load of gold bars and bury them in the garden. Is that what you do? Sorry, have we so met? You have your precious, guy. <laughs> Would you rather keep your precious? <laughs> Does it make you nervous, that, that all those little numbers that are held somewhere on some I think hard the... drive, guy could just go... Pop, and they'd be gone. And you'd just go on there, you'd be gone. But this isn't possible. This isn't possible. Yeah, if, if that doesn't make every single person with money in a bank or money in stocks and shares or money on paper nervous, then they're idiots. Well, what's the point of being nervous about it? Because it could just go poof. No, it will. It's inevitable. It will, indeed. And, I, you know, even though I think you're mad, I, I, I will entertain that thought that it's inevitable. So, in which case, people who have wait, all wait, their wealth wait, in... Wait, wait, Even though you think I'm mad, you will entertain that thought which you think is inevitable. That, that it could be inevitable. Well, seriously, Paul, seriously. That you're not the only person saying it can, this house is, is a house of cards. There is too much borrowing. You know, it's just gobbledygook. It's absolute nonsense. It's like quantitative easing. It's like Bitcoin. They're just making money where there is no money. Yeah. It's just bullshit. And at some moment, somebody's going to stand up and shout, he's not wearing any clothes or whatever myth it is. And... That's why. No, do you know what it'll be? They'll do put it into Paul Fryer's art. Do you know what will happen, people? Do you know what if you happen? want a sound investment, do you know what will happen, Paul Fryer at omega.com. Something. There'll be a disaster, either a natural disaster 
or a terrorist outrage on a huge scale, yeah. or there'll be a sun, there'll be a huge sunspot activity which will knock out the satellites. Okay, okay, I'm with there you on this. There will be something. For once, I'm really prepared to go with there this. There will be something on. on I can that accept scale. this. So, and the whole thing, because it's so fragile, will just creak yeah, and it will okay. twist and it will collapse. All right, okay, enough imagery. Now let's yeah. talk about a narrative. So, we'll wake up on, on, say it happens over a weekend, just say it happens over a weekend. Monday morning, yeah. the, rich, a week. the rich man, yeah. he goes, hell, the computer's down, I've got no money. Effectively, I've got no money. None of my cards work, okay? Yeah, I can't, can't get any cash, anyone. can't get any cash out of, yeah. the, of, the, of the tills, or out of the ATMs, and I can't pay anyone, okay? So they go, wow, is there any money in the house? No. What have we got that's worth anything? And the things that are movable that people want are going to suddenly become jewellery. So important. Will they want jewellery? I guess they will. They'll immediately need to establish a new currency, a completely unelectronic currency. Yeah. What will they use then? What, as you say, watches, I guess, or what, anything that's got any. I don't bearer know. Bonds? But, but, but a man who's got the food will go, what I want to watch. I know what the time is. So I don't care. You're hungry. Say, well, where's the fucking. What's they'll back say, it they'll now? say, you're hungry. Yeah. I can't yeah, eat a watch. I want a watch. Yeah, fuck your watch. Yeah. Who cares Go what and time get me it is anyway? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's, near, it's, it's, it's one what minute to midnight. Yeah. That's what it is. And so what would happen? So then there would be like, so the rich people would go, this is obviously intolerable. We're going to have to steal the food. So the people with the guns, yeah. they would find the people with the guns. I.e. the army. Or, well, the army would be immediately or, or, put on or high gangsters. Alert. The army would be immediately put on high alert. Okay. The so martial law, but they're having trouble communicating with the army, aren't they? Are they having difficulty because their army can't talk to each other? Martial law would be declared. They would use radios. And they're they're, they're, radio. they're allowed in this yeah. scenario. Well, okay. Yeah, of course. And they and what are they told to do? The soldiers shoot Down anyone who, who who pilfers. Keep order. Keep order. Okay, but the rich man says the problem is, is that I've not got enough food and I've run out of oil and I want, I want it. I'm a millionaire. Give it to me. And they go, well, you can't pay for it. And you have to wait for the delivery like everybody else. The army are organising it. Yes, absolutely. That's nice. <laughs> <laughs> and there will be a, a thinning of the herd, a winnowing. Oh, not the thinning of the herd again. <laughs> I really want to thin the herd. No, guy. No, it won't be. It'll be, be a thinned. flattening. It'll be a cutting you of the puppies. You would be thinned if the herd was thinned. Because no. you're straggling along at the back. No, because I am one 61 of... 61 years old guy. I'm one of the fittest. You would be thinned out. I want, they need my mind, Paul. They Too need late, my mate. wisdom up front. Well, who are we going to young bucks. first? That old cunt over there. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I... <laughs> Just listen for a moment. They don't give a shit about <laughs> your mind. <laughs> they need it because they need clever ideas. Have you seen Quatermass in the Pit when all the little buggies... They thin the herd. Have you yeah, seen it? No, Fucking no. brilliant. All these buggies. <laughs> and all the people think they're Martians running around. <laughs> all thinning the herd. That's what it's all about. Okay, right. And I've seen it happen, guy. Let me tell you something. I saw it happen on the telly. And when the herd is thinned, they don't give a shit about your mind. So the thing is, going back to this problem, so, so there's no food. Yeah. So the army start distributing the food on a ration basis. And if you don't like it, what happens to you? You get shot? You get to shoot you on the spot. They would rise you up against the army. You do not argue with them. Yeah, all oh, right. And what have they got? They've got, like... M16 assault rifles and fucking tanks and armoured cars. So we've now got the army against the country. That w it would absolutely have to happen. If if the currency collapsed and the food um, distribution systems broke down... Well, trucks would still work. Nobody cars would still work. Nobody can pay for anything, though, guy. Nobody can pay for anything. And, and the, and the, and but the, they would just write notes of... of, of they would just start I mean, writing you. notes to each other, yeah. 
They would. They'd say, can I, can I buy a can of beans? And you'll go, yeah, give me an IOU with you and your wife's name on it for 100 quid and I'll give you this can of beans. Why would they bother, though? Because it's not worth anything. The money's not worth anything anymore. And everybody's seen no, it. No, because it. you would, because you would believe that, some, that in the future they will get the currency back into order. Well, there would have and to be some kind of local money. economic trading system set up, I would imagine. Yeah. That sounds boring. But it's I know what you mean. Boring. Yeah, I, I prefer more, a, a, more a violence and anarchy. Well, that's what's going to happen now. I've already said that. Like, the army are going to come in and they're going to say, Kenaway, Mr. Yeah. Kenaway, yeah. and you're going to say, yes. Hold on, hold on. You're going to say, hold what? on, it's Colonel Kenaway to you. You're going to carry on. It's Colonel Kenaway. What the bloody hell's going on? Yeah. This is fucking ridiculous. I'm not allowed out of the village. I can't do my shopping. And they'll say, sir. Stand down. Stand down. You love threatening me. Stand down and just listen carefully. Because I'm only going to say this once. We've got to get a lot through a lot of people. There's people shouting down there. And he goes, listen, sit tight, stay in your home. In the next few days, somebody will come round with a parcel of food for you and your dependents. Do not go to the streets. Do not go to the nearest town. You may be shot. So this is a situation of martial law. Also, keep the radio tuned to this, this frequency and there'll be more information coming from the government in due course. And they'll turn on his peel and walk, and you'll be like, this is outrageous! But there'll be nothing you can do. There's always something I can what? do. What? Like what? There's always something like I can what? do. I put my boots on and start walking. Do you want to watch? <laughs> do you want to be sick? No, I don't want to fucking watch. Where are you going to walk to? <laughs> I love the way you have... In your role play, you like to humiliate me. <laughs> no, I don't. I go, look here, young man. Are you going to go and buy some beans this afternoon now and start a little cupboard? Stockpiling. Yeah. Days enders. What are they called enders? End uh, uh, end timers. End timers. Old called. No. What are they called? Um, preppers. 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 There's an absolutely fucking terrible sitcom on the on Radio Four called Preppers, which is like one joke endlessly cycled about you know. Is it British? Yeah, it's awful, honestly. God. Well, we can't do you know we've been going back onto the subject of the appalling state of British television. Yeah, you know it's on the radio. Some radio for Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. Preppers, they exist and they're really serious. And like recently, for instance, in the last 20 years, they sold off all the underground bunkers, the regional control bunkers, and the, and the, um, the spotting bunkers as well. Do you know anything about all this? They have little bunkers. I'm very surprised that, that, that I didn't know they were for sale. Because yeah, the sort of thing that you They sold them all off. Sort of th almost the only thing that Facebook's for, isn't it? Bunker for sale. Bunker for sale yeah. facility. Yeah. There's a, there's a place online called Unusual Property Gazette or something that deals with all that stuff. But the regional control centres were a little bit bigger and they're usually based around a map room uh, in a cylindrical sort of shape with just bunks going off the outside. But the spotting ones are really small, like a, just a little hut, like a little louvered hutch on the, on the top of the ground and then a little... That's your fantasy, isn't it? A map room with bunks around it. What do you mean that's my fantasy? The kind of men... How do you know what my fantasy is? Men kind of doing important work on ground at time of national emergency. Get down out of your bunk and straight to the map. What are you on about, Guy? Well, you like that. You I'm like you like, like a kind that. of 50s emergency. I'm not, I'm not National like emergency. That. The biggest bunker in England is underneath my house. It's very... Burlington. It's a small town. What, which Under, house? Underneath Corsham. Is it? Yeah, it's, it's thousands, thousands and thousands and thousands of square feet. Can you get down there? There are shops down there, there's a little railway, there are roads, there's a cinema, there's laundrettes, there's huge How do kitchens. You know? It's common knowledge. That's called Caution. Subterranea Britannica guy. Uh, Have you ever heard of that? No. It's a very interesting website, you should peruse it sometimes. It, it's really interesting. I, I never, I'm terrible on the internet. 
and I'm just on that shit drug Facebook. And the thing is, is that I've been taking it for so long and I realise it's getting worse and worse and worse. My addiction remains the same and the high is weaker and meaner and more petty. It's really... It's spiritually sapping. Oh, my God, it is. Should we get off it? Oh, please. Should we come off it? Let's come off it. Together. Should we do it together? Because it's quite good. Addicts should help each other. Yeah. But what I need is to... I only have three websites to go into. I go into Amazon, I go into my bank, I go onto Facebook, and I go onto Podbean. And I just go round and round and round those four. What about the other ones? Gentleman's Pawns. From time to time, a gentleman... A gentleman's distraction. ...avail himself of them. Well, no, hopefully not, Paul. That's That's not what it's about. But I would like to come off Facebook. Yeah, but don't we need it for it to put up the... Oh, that's it. Public. They've got their little grip into us. We, in could, way, we, we, we could undo our personal ones. And just hey, but it might really affect our pod numbers. Do, do, is any, is, are people only getting to us through Facebook? Does anyone actually think Facebook's important? Yeah, do tell us, actually, if, it would, if you think it would be a, an OK thing to do. What's it called? It's called Sonic Landfill. Feedback. Sonic Landfill at Google.com. Sonic Landfill at google.com is me and Paul's email and it'd be great to send us an email on whether you would still listen to us if we weren't on Facebook because we, and let's face it listener, you need to get off this drug. Yeah, it's rancid. Yeah, I, I'm not even on Instagram because I've got problems with that. But I do agree with you that, that Facebook is a threat to national security and it must be removed. I mean, for a start office in America... No, to national be... sanity. Well, same thing. No... Yes, guy, yes. Okay. It's Amer- Americans have infiltrated us. I don't feel infiltrated by it. Well, I, you, you know, just said you did. No, I didn't. I just said I just feel it's just, it's just not, it's just depressing to go on. It's an American company. You can buy shares in it, Paul. I know, I'm not you interested. Buy shares in it, you know, Are you interested? It's American rum. What mad so- person would buy shares in that now? It's destined for doom, isn't it? Well, it owns WhatsApp and Instagram, so probably quite a good thing to buy shares in. <sighs> have you got shares in it? No. Why not? Just, I'm, I'm, I don't, I don't, I'm scared of paper, I told you at the beginning of the conversation. I don't have any shares in anything. Oh, there you go. You've got a share of my heart, Paul. That's very kind, You guy. definitely have. I'll treasure it, thank you. We have a non-sexual friendship, it's nice. Yes, we'd like to put that on the record. <laughs> Rumours have been circulating. I was quite, I thought, I think Paul was secretly quite pleased about them. I started them. <laughs> <laughs> um... So, what a beautiful day this is. We're on a, it's a, is it a cloudless sky? A lot of people use that term really inadvisedly. Is. And there's nearly always a cloud when someone says there's not there a cloud in the sky, day. but I actually cannot see a cloud. There's a haze, though. Paul, can you describe that colour? Because I'm colour blind. It's uh, China blue. China blue. A little bit paler on the horizon. Yeah. Very beautiful. And it feels very crisp and, crisp and clear. We're doomed. No. What? Only, you'd have to be a certain kind of person to sit in this beautiful day and say we're doomed. This is absolutely terrible that's why, news. That's why Trump is building the wall, because he knows what's coming. A tsunami of humanity is coming up from the south. Why? The South America will be fine, won't they? No, it'll get a lot hotter, sea level will rise. Well, so will Arizona. People Arizona. Or oh, You know, the deep south will be absolutely, uh, what will be the term? Yeah, but he needs a killing Baked. zone, doesn't he? He needs a killing zone. Oh, God. Let's go back to... <laughs> Get back in your house. Come on, you're, so, so I say, 
no, go and get your your go, go and get, get your CO and you tell him to come round to his my house because when this is over, I am going to bust your fucking ass for treating and talking to me like that. So he, uh, you turn round now and you take your mincy little boots and fuck off and bring me back the person in control. I want to talk to the top man. I will be waiting at my house and there will be hell to pay. Do you know who you'd, I am? You'll be pistol whipped. Okay, no one. Okay. You'll be pistol whipped. Then I hear ding dong. And you go, hello, Major Fryer here. I go, about time to come in here. I'm going to give you a, I'm going to give you a dressing down. This is ridiculous. Sit there. It's pathetic, guys. Do you realise that I have... Sit the, there. I, the, 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 this that. is a country... From you. A, guy, you're a commoner, and B, you're not even, you've never even spent any time in the military at all. They're not going to listen to you. They don't know that. They don't, I, yeah. Of course they fucking know. They can tell just by the way you stand. Shut up. Where's the look at stand up? Where's the ramrod straight posture of you? <laughs> you know. You, <coughs> seriously, you'd have to. They'd have to be. And I bring you in, and I'd say, look, look here, Fryer. You think you're going to get anywhere with the military by squaring up to them? Is that I'd what say, you think? I'd say, look here, Fryer. Just sit down. Send that. I'm not in the military. Send, guy. send your little Batman out. Now let's talk like gentlemen, okay? No, it's not. Do you want to have a a, 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 a nice time after this? After this, little troubles are over. The radio goes, Sir, can you get down here? We've, they're, they're charging the barricades again. We've already <laughs> shot 14 of them. It's made no difference at all. <laughs> over. <laughs> Hold the line there. I'll be down in a minute. I'm just talking to this fucking idiot in Pilton. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so this, this, this thing will soon be over, Fry. <laughs> and you can either come out of it when the smoke. I don't know if you just heard. Do you have a wife and children? I don't know if you just. Are you threatening my wife and children? No, but do you have. What, I've, I do. Would you under, like a under nice section house? 4.2 of the military <laughs> act? Now, come on. I have the right to execute you here and now if you threaten an officer of the crown. I'm not threatening now, I'm you. advising you very strongly I to get back in your fucking house and <laughs> shut up. <laughs> no, I'm saying that your Go wife, to bed and your take wife a valiant. might enjoy a nice house. What are you talking about? I'm trying to bribe you. What, with a house? Yes. What do you want for that? What I want, some beans. <laughs> some sushi. Have you got any sushi? <laughs> Can you let some sushi through? <laughs> Would you run me off some sushi? <laughs> well, it might work. Which house are you going to offer him? I don't know. It's not going to work, guy. No, it's not. It's a terrible situation. I've got to go on a walk today. Yes, well, off you go. Bye-bye. <laughs>